someone else has already said it best. This is the best, the best of them. The best ones aren't as good as you probably think they are. What is best in life? I did the best I could. Doing my best. 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 Hello, 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 and welcome to Best of the Best Podcast with myself, Connor Keys, alongside me, as always, in another dimension, <laughs> Mr. Rona Mullen. I'm very relaxed here today. You're Don't very relaxed. relaxed. You're on the uh, flexi seat. I'm on the, fl- the one that's sort of, I'm nearly at the floor. You're nearly on the floor. You're nearly going through a black hole. Uh, Reference. Look, do you like that? Straight Reference. In. Straight in. Science. <laughs> <laughs> Reference. As, and that's as far as the knowledge goes. That's it. We're done. Yes, Bye, everybody. <laughs> we are here with uh, the uh, the crazy Rick and Morty, the uh, animated television series from co-creators, would you call Dan Harmon? and Justin Roiland. Roiland. Uh, and Roiland. Roiland. Uh, so, an animated uh, show. Uh, is it our first animated TV show? I think it is. Yeah. It's not the obvious one. That no, was, it's not the obvious one. But um, we need a fucking few months to get... Jeez. Which we're probably going to have now. Apparently, it's going to be lockdown again. Yeah, we might have that time. <laughs> um, so we might have. Uh, it's not the one everybody thinks. So obviously, it's not the Simpsons. Uh, it's not even South Park. Mm-hmm. Um, we have went with Rick and Morty, and I'm a new convert. We've been toying with this one for a long. We've been toying this one from before we even started the podcast. I'm yeah, I had been waiting to watch it, so I hadn't seen it. But every uh, every. every uh, knowledgeable person that i would normally listen to went you need to watch it and i was like okay so when i did i was like yeah i can see why yeah from uh, minute one yeah right away how do we describe like a morning so um it's it's pretty cantankerous <laughs> <laughs> and hey, then, right, let's, let's give the basics so anybody hasn't yeah. seen it before so Rick and Morty, the, the titular characters mm-hmm. are uh granddad and grandson yeah and they live together. Live together, um, with obviously uh, the Rick's daughter, Rick's daughter, and uh, Beth and her, who is Morty's obviously mum. Beth and her uh, delightful husband. Yes, but there's what you don't, what I didn't pick up on the first, even maybe the second go round. They mentioned it a few times, but you're too busy fucking trying to figure out what the hell's going on. That Rick has just moved in. Right, yeah. He okay. hadn't always been there. He'd been away for a while. <laughs> yeah. And he's just moved in. So that's why um, there's a bit of uh, argy-bargy going on. And the relationship between uh, the, the husband and wife is a bit yeah. frayed, say. Yeah. Because your father and I just moved in, basically, if you took, if you look at it from the husband's point of view. Yes. Uh, yeah. But, but the, and a crazy fucking father-in-law. So we should explain yeah, from, the, yeah. we should, uh, from the very outset. If you haven't watched it, it is quite uh, out there. In so many ways, but it's ultimately somebody had described to me as, as ultimately Back to the Future. Yeah, it's just like well, a, um, a mad uh, scientist involved in crazy shit who takes along a sort of unwitting sidekick. Yeah, and it was actually based on Back to the Future. Oh, the, okay. the original oh, yeah. one. the The history sort of of it is is that 
Dan Harmon in the height of his well not at the height of his power he hadn't even wrote community yet he was doing this thing called channel 101 which was a short film festival mm -hmm. so people would submit pilots or what they would see would be the pilot of their show be it animated or not and people would judge it now <laughs> justin roiland would put forward these animations right that everybody else was and in his own words he submitted them just to shock people but <laughs> Harmon thought they were fucking hilarious so when Harmon got approached later, I think it was 2006, he got approached to do an animated TV show. Yeah. And he was sort of flat out with community, so he kept it in the back burner. But he thought, if I'm ever going to do one, I want to do one with this guy. Because he's a lunatic. <laughs> and he's right up my street. And they did it. But he started, the one he submitted was called The Real Animated Adventures of Doc and Marty. Right. Marty spelt M-H-A-R-T-I. <laughs> and he said, this is his quote, I actually made this as a way to poke fun at the idea of getting cease and desist letters. At the time, I had nothing to lose. And my original intention was to call this Back to the Future, the new official Universal Studios cartoon featuring the new Doc Brown and Marty McFly. And then I just sit back and wait for a letter from the lawyers. That's actually why I did it. I was just looking to tr troll the big studio. <laughs> Mighty. Fucking he didn't give a fuck at all. So the animation um, is... Uh it is out there in the sense yeah. that it's a bit, uh, it's not as basic as South Park in that sense, but no, it's, it takes a while. It takes a while to get sort of used to it, but um, it, it also takes a, a sort of an adjustment to think of the sort of storylines that you're initially thrown into. You know, wormholes and, and fucking time portals and dimensions and, and stuff. alternative realities, which yeah. everybody now is going, yeah, I understand that completely because Wasp Avengers. And Avengers, so it may bring an endgame. But... It's even more complicated in this cartoon yeah, than in everything like, you've ever watched about yeah. time travel or alternative realities or existential, to say the least. <laughs> it's yeah. Fucking, yeah, what the fuck? We, we have an audio clip and to, to view what came before this audio is a sight to behold. Rick and Morty basically fuck up an entire reality, which is their reality. Mm -hmm. And in order to try to get back to normal, they kill themselves from an alternative reality and just jump into their world because <laughs> they fucked their own world up. Now, <laughs> to to me, to the layman, mm -hmm. you're going, oh, that sounds great. But you have to remember you've just killed yourself and everyone from your actual dimension by jumping into this alternate reality. Now, what we find out later is the dimension they jumped out of continues and everybody lives in this savage wasteland. <laughs> But they've just went on to a pristine version of their reality to live. So this this audio is Morty talking to Summer about where he's been. Hey, uh, you doing okay? I kind of know how you feel, Summer. No, you don't. You're the little brother. You're not the cause of your parents' misery. You're just a symptom of it. Can I show you something? Morty, no offense, but a drawing of me you made when you were eight isn't going to make me feel like less of an accident. That out there? That's my grave. Wait, what? On one of our adventures, Rick and I basically destroyed the whole world. So we bailed on that reality and we came to this one. Because in this one, the world wasn't destroyed. And in this one, we were dead. So we came here and, and, and we buried ourselves and we took their place. And every morning, Summer, I eat breakfast 20 yards away from my own rotting corpse. So, you're not my brother? I'm better than your brother. I'm a version of your brother you can trust when he says don't run. Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. 
Everybody's gonna die. Come watch TV. <laughs> a cartoon. <Yeah. laughs> a cartoon. And you have to keep reminding yourself of that when you're watching it, going, am I meant to be enjoying this? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it it does hit on so many themes. Uh, the science fiction or the the quantum realm, I think it is, officially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole notion that within the quantum, there are infinite impossibilities and possibilities at the same time. Uh, <laughs> I like what you said there. I won't ask you to repeat it, but I like it. <laughs> but that, that idea has, uh, as you say, sort of hit the mainstream with Avengers. Mm. Um, and the idea of different timelines. We've seen it then with Spider-Man into the multiverse. Yeah. You know, the the existence of different... That somewhere in another parallel universe, there is a Ronan Mullen and Connor Keyes doing a podcast. But they're, no, they're probably... They're, they're probably, probably either destitute or really successful. They're not that middle ground bullshit we are. Oh, they're probably... No, no, definitely not. Somebody's probably watching them on widescreen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like the whole family have gathered around. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's Getting the, arrested. That, that's... <laughs> for meth lab stuff. Uh, whilst they're on the screen, they're naked, but it doesn't matter. You know, that's, they don't care. That's, that's irrelevant. They don't care. Uh, but, yeah, we'd like to go and see those guys sometime. So, but well, this, this, this TV show does do that. It makes you sort of think of, all right, okay, uh, this is fucking... There's yeah. a lot of thinking to go on. There's this. a lot of thinking and... The, but also absurdity as well, which yeah, is great. The, the characters the are made, the voices and characters are made to be absurd in alternative realities because we can't, we can't fathom that that's real. So if you make it ridiculous, yeah, then it's easier to to eat. But the moon episodes where they do interdimensional cable uh-huh. and it shows other TV adverts from other dimensions, <laughs> that is completely insane. And I'm not going to ruin it by telling you any of them if you haven't seen it. But they they changed it in the third season to be um morty's mind blowers <laughs> which is memories that rick has removed from morty because he's <laughs> either been harmful to himself or he just wanted to not remember them and morty's raging because he wants to remember his mistakes yeah but rick's trying to tell that's an that's an alternative of the interdimensional cable they decided to do that instead but to see these other dimensions it's and one of them has jerry <laughs> as a celebrity <laughs> 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 the biggest moron yeah. in in all of this universe. Kind of Jerry, the husband, um, kind of reminds me of Phil Dunphy in Modern Family. Yeah, That's but even of, more, of but an even idiot. more of an idiot, and uh, married to then um, voiced by Sarah. Well, I, I want to say Schalke, like and the I football say team. Chalky. <laughs> Sarah or Chalk. I would say it's Chalk. I'm not sure. Pronounced with an American accent, it's probably chalk. 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 I, they would never chalk. go Sarah Schalke. They're not going Sarah Chalk. <laughs> Talk Sarah Chalk. <laughs> uh, who is uh, well, more well known from Roseanne and Scrubs. Scrubs. Uh, so she does the, uh, yeah, the well, daughter of Rick. Now, the thing, like, there is, you mentioned inter- interdimensional, but there's also intergenerational. This whole idea of a granda and uh, a grandson. Mm-hmm. Just doing this mad shit, but that's kind of reflective of true life because mm-hmm. grandas don't give a fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? They're they're not yeah. responsible for the child. So in, in reality, um, you've always had some sort of adventure with your granda more than you would have yeah. had with anybody else. Okay. There's always the 
Come under the kitchen, he fell over. <laughs> Why did he fall over? Because I was throwing him in front of the car. <laughs> oh, Granda. You and your wild ways. <laughs> well, then multiply that by a, <laughs> yeah. a shitload of yeah. fucking uh, <laughs> chemicals and uh, physics and uh, metaphysics and quantum physics portal and all other things and portal guns and stuff. And then that's what you've got, Rick and Morty. So yeah. part of me sometimes always used to watch and go, that's f- poor Morty's getting fucking abused here. There is. As you say, he's had to like remove like, he's had to remove memories. Like, terrifying memories. There's an episode where <laughs> they go on an adventure and they finish the adventure really fast. And it just shows Rick and Morty sitting in the spacecraft crying. Because <laughs> they're like, I can't do this anymore. Can't. And you're like, fucking hell, this is incredible stuff. Like, but then they have to go to a spa. Yeah. And it just gets weirder from there. And that's what, this is what the weird thing. Because I, I have to admit, I wasn't a Futurama fan. I didn't. Really? Yeah, I just didn't, didn't get it. I didn't, not that I didn't get it, I just didn't really get into it. Uh, I'd watched a couple of episodes, but that was it. You know, and if it was on, I could, you know, but oh, I it's never. It's brilliant. Um, but this one, you you're not really uh, having to take in a new world because they exist in the normal world. Mm-hmm. It's just all these other realms and dimensions they go to, but they still come back to the wee suburban house and yeah. the, <laughs> the fucking mad basement that it has. But you got to remember, and I keep, I, I, I have to keep reminding myself, when you see them in the spaceship, that's them in our reality. So when yeah. they're going to another planet... Uh, in the spaceship, that's our reality. But when they hit the portal gun, that's an alternative dimension. See? So that's why people are always trying to get that portal gun off Rick. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to get the, the how he how he does interdimensional travel. Mm-hmm. Because the spaceship, that's easy. But jumping to another dimension, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> but he's the smartest man in the universe. So he knows how to do it. So, I mean, back to the whole uh, craziness of the creators. Mm. I mean, this is, a, is, is this the first time we've had a second uh, creation by somebody on TV format? Yeah, for so, us, I know, yeah. So Dan Harmon, as we briefly mentioned there, who created Community, mm. another one of our topics, uh, he also, within Community, did an alternative universe yep. storyline, timelines. Yep. timelines. Um, so it's there within them, and then you add in Royland's craziness of... Well, I watched a Back to the Future documentary, mm-hmm. and Dan Harmon is in it for a good 20 minutes of this right. hour and a half, and he's <laughs> just talking about how, when he first watched Back to the Future... Now, this has nothing to do with Justin Roiland's obsession with Back to the Future. He just had his own. He said when he first watched Back to the Future, he was obsessed with trying to figure out how that works. Mm-hmm. And subsequently, we all know now the Back to the Future thing doesn't work. No. In science. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Th- that does, not the way they do it. That just came from the Avengers. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> I can't get into it because I can't remember all the big words, but... <laughs> Basically, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> actually, Avengers really explains it quite it well. It does actually, explain yeah. quite well. So, and Hot Top Time Machine doesn't work either. No, it doesn't. So, Dan Harmon was obsessed with space. And obviously, he's a great comedy writer and he's a great situational writer. But what they've said is, if you've ever watched the documentary about Dan Harmon, Harmontown, yeah. he takes a long time to write anything. He, he will literally stare at the wall and play with the wall in a blank, empty room as opposed to sitting down at the laptop and writing when he's meant to be writing. Uh-huh. So they say that, you know, animation takes a long time. That's why this thing, t- it doesn't. It's because he takes so fucking long <laughs> to sort of corral the script into a proper format. Yeah. But the animation's pretty much ready to, ready to go and they're the ones that have the lines written or mm. the scene set. or So he, if Dan Harmon, how they made Community in, 
any space time yeah. at all is it, uh, it's, it's unreal because um, the amount of episodes was in that season mm-hmm. like it, it, yeah uh and, well notoriously and this it was meant to be 14 episodes season two and they had to cut it down to 10 because they were just so over the line like yeah that was it. the thing i was gonna say so there's not quantity wise there's not an awful lot mm-hmm. within rick and morty mm-hmm. uh but quality obviously is oh, uh, every, every episode is, is, is <laughs> i was gonna say every episode is an adventure but it fucking is it really is it's uh incredible. it leads you down some uh some great comedy writing as well but just kind of the, like i mentioned before the absurdity of it so you know the absurdity of rick burping all the time yeah randomly and perfectly uh, it's like and again it's like a form of punctuation yeah again it was a mistake it was just a total mistake he burped on a take and Dan Harmon went okay we'll talk about that sorry Justin Roiland co-creator does Rick and Morty yes he does both Okay, he does both voices but he does a load of other voices in the show Dan Harmon does a few voices but uh, and as we mentioned Sarah Chalky Mm -hmm. her Sarah from Scrubs Sarah from Scrubs does Beth Tom Kenny who does Spongebob does a load of Oh, right, didn't know that. He does squanchy. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> he just puts in squanch in sentences a lot. And it doesn't make sense because it's neither a verb or a... It doesn't make any sense where he puts them. But also, Summer is voiced by Spencer Kramer. Or Summer is voiced by... Sponsor by Kelsey... Spencer Grammer. <laughs> right, okay, hold on. Spencer Grammer. Right. Who's Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Oh, easy for you to say. So that Sp- that was me squanching. <laughs> you were squanching. I just squanched the whole way through that fucking thing. Oh, that's okay. So I didn't know that. Kelsey Grammer's yeah. daughter. Okay, right. Very good. I uh, don't, she does a little bit of voice work. I didn't realize. But the, I mean, the best of the best, uh, all the fucking major voice people work on Rick and Morty as yeah. well. But Royland steals the show. Royland steals the show. Yeah. <laughs> he actually, he's got. There's a video. I was trying to watch some behind the scenes stuff. There's not a lot you can talk about behind the scenes in a cartoon that's only had four seasons and very few people work on it. They try to keep it close yeah. knit. But all the behind the scenes stuff from the Blu-ray is just them fucking pissing about. Like, <laughs> and you're you're going, okay, the writing takes long, but maybe if you didn't piss about so much, yeah. you'd probably get a few bits out. But one of the scenes has Justin Roiland just getting hammer and drunk <laughs> to play Rick drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like proper shots flat out and he's given off to the people giving him notes you know? uh, pure method <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that eh? and South Park kind of had that sort of uh, erratic um, approach especially in later years I mean more recently where they they didn't even get the deadline so no 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 humming out no humming out <laughs> notoriously South Park has six days yeah it's six there's a documentary called six days there where they show you no prep no setup they uh-huh. just write a fresh story Animate it, voice it, and put it out in six days, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. But as you say, the animation in South Park isn't as high end as, no, say, Futurama, no. The Simpsons, or mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. But they still do it in six days, and they write it, and the scripts are great. And did you see the pandemic episode? No. Of South Park. Oh my god! I'm almost gonna look at that. Jerry, f- pretty much. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. Right. We'll have somebody, to see somebody fucks we'll, about. We'll have to s- <laughs> <laughs> and brings it back. Uh, South so, Park uh, is definitely going to be on our list at some point, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, um, definitely will. But again, the, the length of time you'd have to go into when a show runs for so many years, mm-hmm. it's kind of maybe why Rick and Morty also sort of snuck in there handy because four seasons and short episodes. But mm-hmm. for researching been, the likes ca- of... They've been... They're getting seven episodes. That's <laughs> seven more seasons. Yeah. Or sorry, six more, including four. Right, okay. And, but how the... F- <laughs> like Simpsons are running, what, 31 uh-huh. years or whatever? You can't... 
How the fuck do you research that? So that's going to take time. But I mean, uh, that's not to deny uh, the quality within Rick and Morty because there are some proper, oh yeah, like proper gags too as well, and some really, really, I'm going to say really smart lines. And uh, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of sort of nudge, nudge, wink, wink, mm-hmm. sort of um, in in jokes almost, you know, from watching it. Um, but again, back to the sort of relationship between Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the start, I was like, that voice is going to annoy me. Morty's that's, voice. That's what they said to him as well. They wanted right. to recast Royland. They thought that that wouldn't it wouldn't work. They only get somebody else for Morty. And but as the time goes on, you're you, sort of I, you, you totally understand why he signs again. Yeah, <laughs> the poor child. Because he's child living a fucking PTSD. He is properly. Aye, man. He's he's war torn. Like. Yeah. He has seen he's, some shit. Like he's a he's a nervous, bumbling fucking wreck. Just yeah. <laughs> Do you want to play the Rick and Morty hundred years one? Because it sort of typifies, and all you can hear is Rick speaking, but in his manic. And then, <laughs> if you listen in the background, you'll be able to hear Morty just whimpering <laughs> because he's heard it so many times before. Idiots that don't understand what's important, and they'll tear us apart, Morty. But if you stick with me, I'm going to accomplish great things, Morty, and you're going to be part of them. And together, we're going to run around, Morty. We're going to do all kinds of wonderful things, Morty. Just you and me, Morty. The outside world is our enemy, Morty. We're the only f- friends we've got, Morty. It's just Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty and their adventures, Morty. Rick and Morty forever and forever. hundred years, Rick and Morty's things. Me and Rick and Morty running around in Rick and Morty time. All day long, forever. A hundred days, Rick and Morty forever. A hundred times. Over and over, Rick and Morty adventures.com www.rickandmorty.com www.rickandmortyadventures all hundred years every minute rickandmorty.com www.100times.rickandmorty.com <laughs> Morty's going to have a fucking seizure <laughs> lying on the floor just <laughs> have a connection it's uh, a yeah and you start like you said the, the voice couldn't have been they say that they wrote the pilot in six hours Right again, because Dan Harmon just weren't ready, yeah. And they, they Adults one were like, "We we need this pilot script because we need to approve it." And they were like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, we get it over now." And they <laughs> sat in the office that uh, Dan Harmon was given uh, by Paramount, was it for Community? Might have. So they sat in the floor of his office and just did sex air. <sighs> but then the, the when they heard the voice, they were going. Don't know if that works, but like you said, when you end up watching an episode, <laughs> you realize, you why, realize he like why he sounds like that. <laughs> and so, I mean, you've got quite a few guest appearances as time goes on, mm-hmm. within, uh, or does time go on? Run? Does time even exist? Time doesn't exist. <laughs> That's the problem when you watch this fucking show. Time doesn't exist. Um, but we have some guest names as well, um, but nothing like what the Simpsons would do or anything else. No. There's no mega superstars, no. just cameos or. Like you say, somebody that does maybe the voice of SpongeBob, but um, it's not needed because no, I, I like this some, is, like it's a weird thing because you really can because the 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 possibilities are infinite. You've got Rick and Morty are able to meet meet so many other people that it doesn't rely on the core cast as heavy as say Simpsons or Family Guy or something like that. You know, it's yeah, it's uh, got that sort of diversity, which is. <laughs> Well, some of the cameos in The Simpsons are actually quite useful, but some of them are just to say, oh, he was on it. He was on it, yeah. And uh, it's a sort of tick box thing, yeah. Well, Taika Waititi played um, (laughs) Glutey. (laughs) (laughs) You want to develop an app? (laughs) (laughs) And he's great. 
But they had there was a bit of controversy about a, a, a celebrity cameo, and it was Susan Sarandon. She plays Doctor Wong. Yes. Now think of the name, mm-hmm. and think of maybe what sort of race could have played mm-hmm. Doctor Wong. Mm-hmm. And then Susan Sarandon says, "Oh, I love Rick and Morty. I'd love to be on." And she lives in Los Angeles. They went, "Yeah, we'll just put Susan Sarandon as Doctor Wong." How does that work? Like people are definitely going to get up in arms about something like that. Can you not do an Asian American voice with just an American voice? You're not allowed. Oh, there you are. Didn't know that. I didn't mean, in this day and age, I don't think me and you would even be capable of doing Northern Irish white men. No, that's true. What would be? Hmm. Why them two? (laughs) Why Tyrone? Why did you pick them? Well, oh, that's very strange. See see how diplomatic he's been? But I just just was like... How are white people allowed to do yellow people in The Simpsons? Isn't that not racist? Did you just call people yellow people? In The Simpsons? Yeah, they're all yellow. Oh, Jesus Christ, are we in trouble? <laughs> are they not yellow? Elon Musk is also a celebrity cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk uh, plays Elon Tusk, <laughs> which was a stretch. It was an awful stretch. He played himself with tusks. Yeah, that was a very surreal one. But <laughs> that again, was very if, weird. If he, it's like, I, I always class Elon Musk as kind of like, the American version of Professor Brian Cox. It's just something... But, but way nerdier. Remember the like pictures of him, or, about him with, weird. with the bald hair when he was first starting up? Yeah. And now he's married to a rapper and he's like a multi-bazillionaire and he's got full head of hair. Wayne Rooney style. Implants. Wayne, on the way. Wayne Rooney style. You <laughs> did that. So, uh, yeah, we, also there's music. There's a lot of... We, we need to get to some of the music. Within Rick and Morty, there's just... Uh, and again, it's just the boys having fun. Uh, but some, some actually yeah. cracking fucking tunes in them. Well, the one we'll play the one that everybody knows, and it's from an episode where basically all the planets are on a what way? What TV show would you call it? Uh, like a, America's Got Talent sort of yeah, thing. Like but a, they're, it's a talent show. But talent search thing. Or people have to perform their best song that their planet can come up with, <laughs> and it's down to Rick and Morty, the president, <laughs> and Ice T. <laughs> course it is so they come up with a song called get swifty which is uh it's a great song it is uh, uh yeah awesome just hit a button morty give me a beat oh man okay all right um oh yeah you gotta get swifty you gotta get swifty in here it's time to get swifty oh oh you gotta get swifty, oh yeah. Take off your pants and your panties, shit on the floor. <laughs> Time to get swifty in here. <laughs> gotta shit on the floor. I'm Mr. Bulldops. I'm Mr. Bulldops. Take a shit on the floor, take off your panties and your pants. It's time to get swifty in here. New song, swifty, double X. Swifty song coming at ya. It's the Swift Swifty. Hey, take your pants off. It's Swifty so, time today. You get you get the idea, right? <laughs> so obviously they their planet doesn't get destroyed because the song is so badass. So dope. But for the layman again out there who has not watched the show, <laughs> you, you heard a lot of gobbledygook there? A lot of absolute <laughs> nonsense being talked. This next song. <laughs> Literally, it's just a whole heap of nonsense. But <laughs> the song, right? 
Royland wanted some strange inter- intergalactic tune playing on the radio when uh, Rick and Morty are heading home from the spy episode we were talking about. Uh-huh. So he made up a bunch of lyrics about grabbing folds and flaps. And it was to- just a throwaway. It got to number 33 in the Billboard charts. <laughs> and this is did. even more nonsense. Pulling flaps. Flaps and folds. Let's give it a wee, wee jingle. Okay, is it rolling? have like a harmonizer on it and everything to really go into the detail of getting it right i don't know i just want to touch my terry folds grab my terry folds touch my holdy flaps take a big flap take my foldy flaps i just love it oh when you have uh, two grown men laughing at foldy flaps i'll tell you better now I had it as my ringtone for donkeys. <laughs> of course you did. And I don't have my phone on. The, I don't have the audio on my phone. It's always on vibrate or just silent. Uh-huh. And uh, one day I turned it on and I was at a meeting. <laughs> and all you heard was, hey, you ever want to hold my Terry folds? <laughs> Real loud. Flaps. It's like the portion in the middle where it's just him like <laughs> almost breathing the lyrics. <laughs> Nobody got it. <laughs> Nobody was into it at all. <laughs> I got so many fucking... A lot of people looking at you going, I don't want to touch anything. Uh, Any chance you could turn your phone down there, Ron? One of them sort of responses. I was like, (laughs) fucking duck. Yep, no problem. (laughs) So, uh, the actual theme tune is... Terry Folds is fucked up, but the actual theme tune was written by a guy called Ryan Elder. And he's the guy who wrote the Wizards of Waverly Place theme. (laughs) Right? So nobody knew why it was this guy. It turns out he's a friend of Justin Roiland, but he was told... Write a theme that sounds like Doctor Who has sex with the Farscape theme. <laughs> and that's what he came up with. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. I right. mean, if you, if you think about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a, a, a sort of a, a break at times within the shows to get a bit of music yeah. in it. But it's, it's, I know, I know exactly it doesn't happen that, that, that often. But when it does, it's so fucking surreal. It's, it's, it's like you can tell that they're so... Like, their brains must be fucking exploding when they're trying. And you can tell why it takes so long to write the episodes. Totally understandable. They have to be smoking. they got to be smoking. But they have to, when they get to the portion where they're like, we got to write a song here, they must all be like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wee break away. It's just madness. Let we'll just say whatever comes into our heads. Intergalactic great. dimension here and go back into uh, the, the normal world. There's there's a few bits. Um, Carmen said one of the main conflicts about Rick is the whole idea of the creator against the created. Because there's a lot of stuff about God. Mm-hmm. And and this is seen in Rick's apathy towards his own creations throughout the show. So he hates the likes of Eberdolf Linkler, his mixture of <laughs> Abraham Lincoln and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> and Harmon called Rick the same between God and man. Cartoon, oh. everybody. Oh, cool. <laughs> the cartoon. I know, that's what I'm saying. Because that's what, uh, you're back into that existential thing about what's your existence and mm-hmm. who's the creator and are these dimensions... Uh, it, 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 I think it actually used it. Use, there was a, a quote, or Arthur C. Clarke or something, went like, we're either completely alone in this universe or we're not. Either one is entirely scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's his, what he was saying as well, 
was that because Rick has seen so many infinite versions of himself and other people, yeah, that's why he has doesn't show much love because he's seen the best and worst of absolutely everyone and he can't trust them. Yeah, it's almost like he, he's experienced every single emotion that there is yeah. with every person that they're, you know, on through their different variations, whether it's mm-hmm. his daughter, whether it's his son-in-law, whether it's his granddaughter or obviously grandson. Uh, but again, it's it's this weird thing that the rest of the family kind of just, just yeah, that's what Granda does. Yeah, he just like brings aliens home and stuff, and that's what I loved about it was that whole like, there you've got a husband and wife who are going through some form of domestic, and they're always fighting, or and then just literally a fucking space monster comes out of the fucking basement yep. you know what I mean? or Mr. Poopy Butthole <laughs> Mr. Poopy Butthole comes out. who they actually that's a good story too the the episode it's told Total Recall so everybody thought it was going to be based on Total Recall yeah and the episode basically has these characters keep appearing but they're parasites and they convince you that they've always been there by putting a memory in your brain of them in your past mm-hmm but what Rick does is he knows there's six people in the room. So he writes the number six on the wall. <laughs> and every time a seventh person turns up, because the parasite is so convincing, you have to try to figure out who's not real in the room. So he has to keep shooting people. And at the end of the episode, somebody shoots Mr. Poopy Bottle, <laughs> who's always been real. <laughs> so the most unreal character, Mr. Poopy Bottle, <laughs> yeah. gets shot. And then you see him getting better through the episodes, <laughs> like getting pizza delivered and all. <laughs> And he has a wee family and all. And they felt so bad about shooting Mr. Poopy Butthole that they give him a nice wee story. <laughs> but that episode is actually based on an episode of Buffy. Right. In an episode of Buffy, I didn't watch Buffy, I didn't know this, but no, in an episode of Buffy, Buffy's sister turns up like four seasons in. Right. But she's never been mentioned. <laughs> and she's never been seen before. And they don't, they don't. They like, don't even reference that. They don't, they don't reference this girl's brand new and she's Buffy's sister. <laughs> So they, they said Well actually we have one of a, a, a quick reference to that uh, with our own very Sarah Chalky. Chalky. Was she not replaced on Roseanne or she was the one who replaced somebody and she they was never the talked one, about Yeah, it. they never <laughs> talked about it. She just turned up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, didn't they say something like You look different today? Or something so, like that. Something that was, it. was it. It was one line throw away. Like, away. Yeah, yeah. Because it was big news at that time that it was yeah, gonna be. Yeah, Roseanne was massive. Yeah, it was huge. And uh, we still have Suffer Through with David Galecki on uh, Big oh, Bang yeah. Theory. Fuck, it's so bad. So t- How <laughs> anyone laughs at that, I don't... I don't think they do. It's, it's pure canned laughter. It's, I uh, can't. It's, but, but and people watch it, though. They're they bound to watch do. it for they enjoyment. Do. You don't watch that to, unless you really have a... And that's the fact that he's he's in his 50s. <laughs> so, like, that's Sado, he's playing Sado a 25-year-old or something like this. Jesus, fucking it's mad. fucking awful. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so thankfully we have the likes of Harmon and Royland who uh, cleanse us from all that shite. Right. Uh, because, I mean, when you'd want to talk about just that as an example, the science between Rick and Morty and the Big Bang Theory, for instance. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> there, there's, there's actually a story that the season, A Rickle in Time, which is the first episode of season two, is a continuation on from the last episode of season one. Yeah, that's Where right. they freeze time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they clean up the house at a party, an interdimensional party, and, you know, Aber Dolph Linkler turns up, all these, but, <laughs> so, yeah, you gotta watch. There's lots more. Bird person turns up. Squanchy. Squanchy's Squanch, there. Squanchy's in, of course. So, uh, it nearly broke the writers, because uh, they they took they took so long to try to figure out what the consequences of freezing time would actually be. Yeah. Like, on a scientific level. Right. What would be the consequence of stopping time 
I think it's a few months to stop time for or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they think it's their worst episode because they never tr- actually figured out what the real consequence would be. Nobody could tell them. So what I think is my favorite episode, they hate it because they never got it scientifically right. Right, okay. And it's the reason why that season got delayed. And look, lots of money, lots of advertising money and stuff was yeah. put on. And uh, just because they couldn't get it to the point <laughs> they wanted it. Now, the point they get it to is that they fracture time into like initially two realities where it shows two versions of the cartoon reacting differently but all speaking in the same it's incredible that's, like, that's genius like it really and is. they think it's their worst episode ah uh, well there you are that's uh that's usually the way but isn't it the most genius stuff mm-hmm. um but it, it, it is so complicated um and what is time running there's a great quote there's a great line that i'm trying to remember the <laughs> the guy turns up who's like the the police of time and he goes how do you think you're going to che- you freeze time when you're standing in it, you three-dimensional monkey-ass dummies. I'm like, he's really smart, really stupid at the same time. <laughs> three-dimensional monkey-ass dummies. Yeah, we see people in the 5D can talk like that. You know They're I mean? allowed to do that. <laughs> Plus, he's just a testicle with a shirt on. Rick is yeah, <laughs> Rick is definitely a, a minimum 7D character in this. I mean, yeah. as you say, he's seen it all. He's seen all of it. When you see it, it's like, the yeah. universe. Oh, it's hard to explain. It's very, very strange. Uh, I've watched it and I'm still walking away from episodes going, what? That's what I liked about it is that because sometimes, I mean, if you, if you have referenced a few other animated shows, but if you take the likes of Family Guy, and, I mean, there's a talking fucking dog in it. So sometimes, you know, it's not hard to let your imagination go. Yeah, of if, course. If the writing's good enough and the performance is good enough. So, I mean, it's not that out there to have aliens and, you know, and stuff like that. So, that that was one of the things that people have said to me that that's why they don't watch it. I don't like that old science fiction stuff. I I got a lot of that too. But it's too too out there. And I'm like, you're watching a fucking talking dog. What are you on about? I like, and it's a cart. Not only is it a cartoon, and you know you should look down on it. But you, you can't. You just can't. From minute one. Yeah. You're so very aware that this is. This could go over your head at any minute. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't focus, this you're is gone. Attention. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't going to rewind back and get caught up on this. Like you're going to start from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, you're you're not having that from other uh, rewind. How old am I? Is rewind still a word? I don't know if there is. I don't want to say the harm, but you, you forward know. and back is just the go forward, just go forward back. back yeah. Rewind, fuck. Rewind. Be kind. I can see the tip and all. I can see it. <laughs> it just never leaves you. Like that's in another timeline, Roman. Oh man! <laughs> can you imagine DVD never happening? We're just always teasing. There is a universe where it's just VHS. Man, we always end up talking about VHS. Because we're old as fuck. No, we're old as fuck. <laughs> oh, it's great. But we're watching Rick and Morty. I know. Uh, I think you'd have to be old as fuck to fucking... It is. To try and accept some of the mad stories that are coming out of it and some of the mad... Although, imagine being a young person. Imagine being 10 or 12 and this being your Simpsons. Like, for us, oh, it's Simpsons in 89 was... Phenomenal. So, imagine be... this being... Because Simpsons yeah. was... Remember Ronald Reagan had a big speech about, you know, destroying America. And yeah. Because it, all it did was show a dysfunctional family. Here you have fucking multiple universe and parallel fucking dimensions. And yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's exciting time to be a, a young person if you're watching this. Oh, it's great. And it, it's, it's ongoing. You know, it's, yeah. it's something now like we've talked about. We'll talk about the season three premiere in a minute. I know people are going to get annoyed if we don't talk about Szechuan sauce. But... <laughs> If you are, if you're listening to this and going, I don't want to watch the new show. It's only fucking four, four seasons. It's just, the four seasons, it's just ended. Yeah. And they're like 10 to 12. I mean, you can't, you can get into this 
easy. Yeah. And it's and on Netflix. It's fucking everywhere. It was yeah. in Channel 4, too. And it's not like it's, a, it's... And you sort of take it in the same vein as The Simpsons or something. It's not, you know... Uh, you're you're enthralled by it, and you, as you say, you can't miss an awful lot in it, but it's fucking high-paced and high-energy, too, it at is. times. Like, it's, it's non-stop, so... It is. Um, and for a 20-minute, they pack a lot into them episodes, yeah. you know, which is... I mean, it's 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 a testament to them and the, and no, the rates that they're, it's, it's they're writing it. It really is, and it's 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 not highfalutin. No, there are some references though that are fucking under the radar. And oh, there's so many of them. Man. It's like I literally do the pause, look that up. I have to do that shit because I didn't even do, it, it, do it, it. Flew by me, like yeah. But loads of times I was like, wouldn't you, you always hear the huh? All right. There's the, the I don't talk, know how many times that happened. What's that? They going, talk about huh? a guy. They reference a guy as name. I can't remember it now. They were referencing a guy's name who was actually the guy who wrote the Oxford English Dictionary. <laughs> right, yeah. And he goes like, reference. He invented the word reference. <laughs> That's what they're... And you're going, Maybe. what the flying fuck is this mm-hmm. cartoon? But if you're if you're a kid and you're getting into this for just the, the, the initial layer of a cartoon, brilliant. Because you're going to walk down the road, watch it again and dig deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Uh, what what it would do to your thought process... Mm-hmm. Um, with that expansive sort of belief that there's so much out there, there's infinite possibilities. I mean, that is, that is a great thing, yeah. but couldn't be written by a young person. No. I think it had to be somebody, and that's maybe being a bit ageist, but it needed to be somebody with a bit of experience. And no, a bit of, but the, the likes of Harmon and those caliber of writers. And let's have, be honest, they needed to have taken a certain amount of drugs. Harmon loves the booze. Right, yeah. So he loves the booze. Mm-hmm. He loves the. There's a documentary about him loving booze. There you are. Okay. Um, Ryland also loves the booze. <laughs> but there's some young lads about there, and mm. they might have brought a few sneaky bits. Mm. Mm. I, there's somebody's had to fucking taken DMT on that <laughs> on that writing team. I don't care. Anybody says somebody's taken DMT and has uh. went to another portal and has come back with all these stories. What do you hear what I hear this morning, man? <laughs> Walking to the shop and there was a fucking donkey and all. And you're like, what the fucking donkey? <laughs> but so, they, yes. They, they have uh, the season three premiere, right? They threw it out there and didn't tell anybody it was happening. Right. So it went up on... There was a weird one before that, actually, too. They actually premiered an entire episode on Instagram in, like, minute gaps. So you could watch the entire episode, but you had to keep clicking every minute to watch the... <laughs> And then the start of season three, they they put it out there and didn't tell anyone, and it fucking broke the internet. Mm-hmm. So then they were like, "Well, that, that was our advertisement that season three is coming." Uh-huh. So they put it out, and in the first episode, there was a controversy. So they mention at a McDonald's drive-through uh-huh. that the film Mulan. There was a promotional thing uh, when the film Mulan came out. Yeah. That McDonald's had Szechuan sauce <laughs> as a dip for your fries. That's right. <laughs> so Rick loved Szechuan sauce so much that in his memory, he's being held prisoner, by the way, and he's in a different portal where he's, they're trying to figure out, they're trying to get him to tell them how he gets this portal going working. Uh-huh. And he won't do it. Now, Rick has t- taken them through memories he has. And one of his <laughs> foreboding favorite memories is getting this Szechuan sauce. <laughs> so <laughs> McDonald's sent them the actual office Szechuan sauce. And because this, it became so popular, McDonald's actually re-released Szechuan sauce 
in Jesus their stores Christ. for one day only. They sold out and there was riots in cities <laughs> because people couldn't get the Szechuan sauce. Things you do for Szechuan sauce, I can even say it. Szechuan. Szechuan. So you, you have to take on board. This show is massive yeah. at the minute. Like, it's fucking huge. It's definitely got a huge following. I, I, I see a lot of merch, like serious amount of merch. Uh, the, the boy signed off with the fucking on the Star, oh, Star Wars get, level of merch. Like, get the merch out. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's also quite... Because what we talked about earlier, the cool sort of uh, haphazard animation that's sort of fired together, it also is kind of cool on merchandise. Yeah. When you see it, you're like, yeah. ah, I like that. I like the style of it and stuff. Um, but again, serious money. Serious money. And you're talking like Adult Swim is an offshoot of Cartoon Network, isn't it? It's the adult version of Cartoon Network or something. Is that what I didn't know that? But they? they've, they've a lot of money and they've a lot more money now because of Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. So Rick and Morty just has made that network. Painful what it was like. God knows what else we're going to see coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, the hopefully. weirdest one is the t-shirts have catchphrases or like get Swifties on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And the, the main one now is wobble a dub dub which is Rick's catchphrase <laughs> yeah. that everybody thinks he just made up. But again, in a moment of genius, they mentioned during the party scene at the end of season one, uh-huh. bird person says, in my language, that actually means I'm in great plane. Please help me. So, so he's running around going wobble wobble dub and everybody's going oh, he loves saying that word and you're like nope he's actually saying I'm in great pain please help me in great pain pain so you're you, you, even the stuff you think is quiche and, quiche and funny and there's it can a be a logo there's yeah. a meaning to it like yeah, um, and I mean we have some of the inspirational quotes shall we call them <laughs> from Rick <laughs> little nuggets of wisdom I tell you this is uh, <laughs> per Morty, man. Listen, Morty, I hate to break it to you, but what people call love is just a chemical reaction that compels animals to breed. It hits hard, Morty, then it slowly fades, leaving you stranded in a failing marriage. I did it. Your parents are going to do it. Break the cycle, Morty. Rise above. Focus on science. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> what do you do when your granddad gives you advice again? That's, that's a granddad to his grandson. His 14-year-old grandson. And let's be honest... <laughs> He's fucking right. He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thankfully, uh, our wives don't listen to this show. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> oh, hey. oh, sorry. One of our wives does. Hey, <laughs> it's my dog's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, dog. Fifth Molly. Fuck me. You don't call her dog. All right. What do you call your dog? Dog? Why didn't we call her dog? Her name is Deefer. Deefer dog. Deefer dog. <laughs> That was from, uh, where is it here? Oh, the frames? <laughs> Glenn Hanser told us story one night with the dog. We call it D for, D for dog. <laughs> oh, so happy birthday, Molly. 15. Fifth, huh? The dog is 15. I thought it was seven years to one year. Yeah. So she's five? She's, she's not fif- 35? She's, f- no. 15? Seven years to every year. She's yeah, 105. Oh, she's actually... I thought you said she was five. No, 15. Oh, holy Jesus. Old dog. She's a very old dog. I always imagine her with, like, you know, the wee squeaky wheels for back legs. Oh, and you just hear her doing the... <laughs> calling in the living room, giving it the feed me, you dick. Jesus, 15. That must be Ray the oldest Ridge. dog I've ever heard of. Still like a whippet. Mm-hmm. Running up downstairs, acting class. Fair play. Fair play, dog. Fair play, Molly. Uh, and in some other universe, 
You know what I mean? Some parallel dimension. She's already dead. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no. just keep to the theme of bleakness of Rick and Morty here, man. I was going to say you're <laughs> running around her living room. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't like that. Like. Nah, you'd fucking love it. It bounces no, off sofas there. No, uh, so yes, um, I mean, hopefully we've given it a good enough uh, reason as to why it's one of our best of the best. Um, if you haven't had a chance, if you were like me and you were a bit hesitant and. I'm going to be honest, animation is normally not my thing. And not, you know, yeah, I, cool. I watch it sometimes, but I wouldn't be diehard about it. Uh, but definitely was well worth the watch and uh, very, very delighted that I finally succumbed to it. Uh, to the point I've actually rewatched a couple of episodes already. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a constant, it's one of them ones I keep going back to. And you could always go back to, yeah, I think it's, it's something it's not, you go back I, to for but years. But like I said, it's not a on in the background. No, because you pick up so much more about yeah. rewatching, and it, it, I mean, let's 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 end on this. Kanye West loves it. <laughs> what more? Do Did you I just need? fuck it up? Everybody's not watching it now, is it? God forgive you, presidential nominee <laughs> Kanye, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian's husband, the boy who makes trainers for simple people. Yeah, loves it. He well, gets it on a different plane than us. That's like. <laughs> on a different timeline. <laughs> that is the endorsement of the uh, entire series. That's it. Yeah. What more do you need? So, yes, folks, thanks very much for listening. Again, uh, apologies for any delays. If you're listening to this out of time, there is no delays. But if you're listening to this Whoa. in time, Whoa. what is time? If you're listening to it in time, yeah. what is time? It could be out of time. Oh, fuck, man.